welcome to Fueling Kentucky, the podcast of the Kentucky Petroleum Marketers Association. I'm your host, Brian Clark, and in the studio with me today, as always, have Abby Lobb, our communication specialist. Welcome, Abby. Hello, everyone. And welcome as well to three of our 2021 EPIC program participants. Today, we have with us Max Arnold from Max Arnold & Sons, Jacob Webster with Lycans Energy Solutions, and Amber Reed with Petro Towery. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for having us, Ron. Thank you for having us, sir. Hello, everyone. Glad to have you with us. We're uh, we're going to just talk with you a little bit today about the EPIC program, which was started in uh, 2020 by the KPMA, uh, and it's a leadership development program. We have six participants in this year's program. We're really pleased to have Max, Jacob, and Amber with us today uh, to talk a little bit about their experience so far this year and talk about their uh, their companies and how they got to where they are, and just a little bit of background uh, for our listeners about the EPIC Leadership Development Program. It's a program that was created to help develop future KPMA leaders, increase our member engagement, and enhance really the overall member experience. And so these fine folks have uh, enrolled in that program to get a greater knowledge of our association, our industry, become better equipped to be future leaders, both in their own companies and in their communities and also within our association and, of course, to gain a personal network of our fellow EPIC participants and as they grow and enhance their industry connections. So we're going to start with the rose between the thorns here. Amber, we're going to open our dialogue with you first and, and talk a little bit about your role with Petro Tauri, your vice president based in Richmond, Kentucky, correct? That is correct. I am vice president. I also hold kind of the CFO role as well as have about nine or 10 direct reports. So I, I'm pretty busy on a daily basis. Tell us a little bit about PetroTowery. What do you do? What is your service that you offer to KPMA members? So we are a little different than some of the other guys in the room here. We basically are a petroleum equipment distributor as well as we supply service, construction, installation, and environmental remediation. And so that means that you supply a lot of equipment and provide a lot of services to petroleum marketers, I would expect. That, that is correct. Yes, that is our, our main subset of customers are, are petroleum marketers. We do have some um, commercial, industrial type of customers as well. And did you ever see yourself working in the petroleum industry when you started your career? I mean, you you studied accounting, right, at, at Eastern Kentucky University? That is correct. Uh, no, I did not. In, in fact, I didn't even know that the industry as PetroTowery works within it existed. And and I think that's probably a fair point for a lot of folks. They may not necessarily understand the full scope of what our industry does. Maybe you can describe a little bit of what you've learned about the fuel industry in your role. Almost everything, I would say. <laughs> you know, I had previously been an auditor and had been into a lot of jobbers and wholesalers as as an auditor. And so I had a good understanding of that side of the industry. However, I never really thought about anything outside of that. I also never thought about when I stopped and put gas in my vehicle, what, what that meant, what was under the ground, what uh, services went into making that happen. And they're all so essential and vital. And yet we all take it for granted almost every day if, if we have not been a part of the industry. So, Max, you, um, unlike Amber, you were not new to this industry. In fact, you grew up in this industry, but I know that you previously spent some time working in agriculture as well. So what kind of brought you back to this business? So directly out of Murray State, I went to go work for Orchard Daniels Midland, which is the largest grain merchandiser in America. 
moved to West Lafayette, Indiana, came home to Hopkinsville, sold egg spray equipment for a company called Egg Spray. Shortly after that, I went to work for Sun Chemical and sold chemical for them. And I wasn't where I wanted to be as far as my job and uh, climbing the ladder like I thought I should. My father uh, called me one day and asked if I would be interested in coming back to work family business. It kind of went there from, from there. And I've been there for five years in April and I am the brand manager. We have 26 locations that we own and operate right across nine counties in Western Kentucky. And I oversee them. I'm also our marketer and our advertiser. So I'm on the radio. Um, I work with multimedia consultants as well. Work with the radio stations, do commercials, everything uh, in between that. So, so you wear a lot of hats. Um, <laughs> can you explain yes, to us a little bit more about what Max Arnold and Sons does? And how so we are a full service petroleum jobber. We do everything from pump installs, meaning the dispensers. We do tank installs. We have a wholesale division as well, full of Chevron bulk oil and lubricants. We have five bulk plants spread across those nine counties. Our main customer base would be industrial, farming, and there are some uh, some few small things in between. Jacob, with Lycans Energy Solutions, mm-hmm. you're, you're based in Milford, Ohio, but you're obviously very active here in Kentucky. Graduate of Northern Kentucky University, you study biology, environmental science, Tell us a little bit about Lycans and your role there. and How did you get involved in working in the fuel industry? Lycans, uh, they've been around since the late 40s. Similar to other companies, they're a petroleum marketer and jobber. We deliver tons of quality products ranging from diesel to propane to home heat oil, gasoline, and bulk deliveries, all the way down to commercial above-ground tank sets and rentals. Brian, like we are saying, we serve customers throughout Midwest and in Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, uh, West Virginia, all the way as far down to uh, Tennessee, where we have over 160 independent dealers ranging from BP, Snoku, Marathon, Golf. We're headquartered in Milford, Ohio, and we employ nearly 320 people. And uh, we're always focused on delivering those products and trying to serve the community as best as we can. My role uh, is overseeing the safety and environmental compliance around our bulk plants, and uh, making sure our drivers and employees have uh, the proper training to ensure that they can deliver all our products safely and effectively. So I'm sure in your area of degree, studying biology and environmental science, uh, how does that help you today in what you do at Lycans? I think that really uh, comes down to overseeing the maintenance at the bulk plant locations, really understanding the science behind the regulations, being able to relate that science to what we do every day to everyone, helps everyone understand the roles and what they're doing. And Max, with studying agribusiness, how has that helped you in your role today? I would say the customer relationship, you know, selling chemical and seed, that's pretty tightly intertwined with our industry. The farmer, of course, produces most of our ethanol. It's just really a it's helped me connect the dots on a lot of information and a lot of connects um, as far as business goes, as far as customer base. Great. And Jacob, you probably, you know, with, with degrees in biology and environmental science, that's a pretty in-demand field right now. <laughs> what do you think ultimately led you to working in this industry and not someplace else? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, 
One fact people don't know about me is I grew up as an oil, small oil company in the Carolinas called Kleinard Oil Company that was my great uncle started in the 60s. So I had a bulk plant literally, you know, right down the road from me that would go ride a four-wheeler around as a kid, but not really thinking much about it. But it was always kind of the back in the back of my head. And then coming out of college, for whatever reason, that petroleum industry stood out to me. And thinking back about it now, I think it's it is an industry that has a broad range of safety and environmental regulations and practices. So it's definitely a challenge to navigate and, and tackle all those uh, regulations and practices. So I think that's what stood out to me, that challenge to get out there and, and, and educate them, spread the awareness and uh, instill that knowledge and uh, training in them. I just think it's what's coming here and it keeps me coming back each day. So switching gears a little bit back to you, Amber, petroleum marketers and retailers have been essential workers from day one of this pandemic. And I'm sure that the public didn't always see that or recognize that. Do you have any stories to share related to PetroTowery frontline employees and how they stepped up? Well, really every employee of PetroTowery stepped up. I can't single out just one. Every single person came to work every day. Um, We did not have anyone take the voluntary COVID leave. We did have a number that were, of course, impacted by COVID in some way or fashion and did end up having to take some leave. But outside of that, our employees have just gone above and beyond, especially our field service employees who, of course, interact at the um, convenience stores and with the customers more on a daily basis. But it, it even stretched, you know, everything from the entry-level employee to leadership of the company and how we, you know, now approach and do business and the changes that we had to make, even in our operational styles and how we manage people. So, you know, we had to send a lot of people home and they had to learn how to work from their kitchen table. And, you know, we had to broaden how people are managed and, and, and all of our technology and all of that stuff. And, you know, as well as hiring people during that, doing everything electronically and remotely. And so I, I really would commend every single employee that we've had. While it hasn't been fun, I think it has been a great learning and growing experience for us. Max, how about with Max Arnold and Sons? I mean, you all have a number of stores around Kentucky. How did did your company pivot and continue to provide those essential services throughout the pandemic in the last year? So similar to Amber, we never closed. We were here every day. We were highly impacted. Um, We had employees that were especially nervous of, of being what I call frontline but we put up the plexiglass screens for them. We did that across our 26 stores. We had some hours that were, you know, impacted as far as hours of operation. But other than that, we've been pretty blessed. That's great. And I'm sure, Jacob, for you as well, with your focus on safety in your role, I'm sure the pandemic kept you pretty busy as well. Oh, yes, definitely did. Uh, just like Max and Amber, we're essential and we haven't stopped. You know, we had to rethink how we were doing things back into the office, spreading employees out, getting them separated, some at home, setting them up remotely. And then, you know, our drivers, you know, the, the backbone of the, of the company here, you know, they haven't stopped. They've been out there each day, each night running during this whole time. So just making sure we're getting a hold of all the proper PPE, masks, gloves, just sanitizing, wipes, just any and everything outside of their normal PPE they're used to, making sure they're stocked with that and they can keep doing their jobs each day was, I think, one of the biggest struggles. But now it's, it's just really become second nature to us. And 
it is the normal for us now. So. I think all of these lessons kind of lend themselves really well to just learning leadership and learning what it takes to step into these roles when everything changes every single day. And obviously that's part of our goal with the Epic program is to, you know, build you guys up as the next generation of leaders in this industry. So what are some of the other goals that you have, Max, for involvement with Epic? Being brought up around the industry, you uh, you kind of know the gist of, of what the petroleum industry is and what it does. But I'd like to further my knowledge as far as we do everything from tank installs. So everything has to be up to code, but there's always something to learn as far as that goes. If I could just better myself and help better the, the KPMA by leadership, that'd probably be about it. And how about you, Jacob? What are your goals or hopes to achieve I think uh, one of the biggest things I'm hoping to achieve with the EPIC program is picking up on some other practices or tools other leaders in our industry are using around the safety and environmental world. I'm out there many times a year traveling to all our locations, uh, trying to spread the awareness and train other employees. So hopefully I'm looking to see what, what other people are doing, if it's working, if it's not working, and, and just try those out. And then, Amber, you're obviously one of the newest people. You were not raised in this industry. What are you hoping to learn through Epic? Ultimately, I I want to be able to broaden and deepen my industry knowledge and my industry contacts, my networks within the KPMA, and then hopefully be able to contribute to the KPMA in some way. Well, as we're wrapping up, are there any other comments that you all might like to add or any things you would want to share with our listeners either about your experiences so far or just your overall participation in the KPMA? Well, first I would like to thank you, Brian, and the KPMA staff as a whole for doing this leadership program. So far, I found it extremely enjoyable and valuable, and I look forward to all the things that have to come the rest of the year. Yeah, I would just like to add uh, thanks to everyone on the, the KPA EPIC team. It's definitely breaking some new ground here and, and learning things, and I'm excited to keep progressing with it. Brian, thank you for the opportunity and uh, starting this up for us. Well, we're looking forward to meeting all you guys in person soon. Again, we just appreciate your participation and support as EPICS, as members of the KPMA, and thank you for all you do, providing essential services here to the state of Kentucky and representing our industry so well. Well, up next, we talk with three more members of our 2021 EPIC Leadership Development Program right after this word from our sponsor. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Views also, America's favorite vape. Get convenient four-pod packs so you can stay in the moment more and run out for refills less. Views also, available in one, two, or four-pod packs. Get yours in store today. Views. Charge beyond. Vapor products. Underage sale prohibited. Based on 2020 retail scan data of reported total views auto sales volumes. Today with us, we have three of our 2021 epics. This is our leadership development program for KPMA. And with us today, we have Rob Arnold with Max Arnold and Sons, Brad Crawford with JF Petroleum out of Dayton, Ohio, and Mark Hill of ET Products in Indiana. So welcome, gentlemen. Welcome here. Glad to have you with us, and we're going to talk with you a little bit today about your experience so far serving as one of the EPIC participants in our leadership development program, and we'll start off this uh, particular episode, talk with Rob Arnold with Max Arnold and Sons in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Rob left his previous Air Force career and joined the family business. He has a degree in financial economics from Center College, and I'll give a shout out there, my hometown of Danville, Kentucky, Center College, so 
glad to have you with us today, Rob. And maybe if you could tell us a little bit about what your role is at Max Arnold and Sons and how did working in the Air Force help prepare you for this? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm the quality assurance and risk manager for Max Arnold and Sons. This role kind of is a catch-all. I, I do everything from accounting to visiting the stores and all things that uh, go in between. So uh, I do a lot of contract preparation and execution with our, with our dealer accounts, and this has been really helpful. Uh, my role with the Air Force was managing acquisition contracts with defense contractors, so contract management has really been a nice, happy medium between the two careers. A lot of times the projects that I was managing for the Air Force were much larger than the day-to-day things that I deal with today. But having that level of experience with the Air Force has definitely had some upsides in terms of the stress of getting things done around here. That's always been nice, and it's been a good move to get into the private sector. And Rob, you were previously a civil servant with the Air Force, but we also have another one of our epics with military career and that is Mark Hill with ET. Mark, you want to tell us a little bit about your background with the Army and then also how that's prepared you for your role with ET products? Sure. Well, I've uh, currently still in. got 21 years in the Army, three tours, and continuing uh, training up at Fort Knox for uh, ROTC. My main job out of the military when I started back years ago was uh, chemicals, uh, nuclear biological chemical warfare, which doesn't have... The title says a lot, it makes it a lot better, <laughs> but the chemical in the military and chemical in the uh, civilian world are a lot different, but I think the military has really helped me in my current position with ET as a sales supervisor is basically, you know, being more flexible, I think, and adapting to changes that happen. Those are good skills to have. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about what ET products does? We, what we do is we were established in 1977. We manufacture diesel fuel and gas additives for the marketers. And a marketer, of course, is represented on our call today by Max Arnold's Sons, a petroleum marketer who supplies fuel. And Rob, just want you to clarify a little bit more. Max Arnold is really operating all across western Kentucky and, and into parts of central Kentucky, correct? That's correct. We go all the way from Russellville to Paducah and up towards Drexboro and all in between. Now, Brad, you're based in Dayton, Ohio. Tell us a little bit about JF Petroleum Group and what you do. JF Petroleum Group, previously known as Jones and Frank, established in 1945 down in Virginia. We're a full-service petroleum equipment service and construction contractor. Now in 23 states, running 29 current offices, about 1,200 employees servicing from Texas to New England take care of uh, all the petroleum needs at the gas station, hospitals, government facilities. So it's a wide spectrum of what we do. Now, Brad, I find this really interesting that you started out working as a chef. Is that correct? That is correct. So my entire family is in the industry. And when I was young, uh, my grandfather was a World War II Army man and was a chef in the service overseas. And I took the love of being a chef from him, went down that path, many thousands of hours of training. When I started to grow my family, I realized priorities needed to be set and some background needed to be there for taking care of the kids. So I decided to follow my father's footsteps. Yeah, it's a tough business, no doubt. 
like you said, you, you kind of watched your father grow up working in this industry. And so mm-hmm. what has it been like as an adult now to get back into this? So, yeah, I, my dad started in mid-1970s as a cashier for Bonded Oil back when full service was there and they changed oil in the parking lots. You know, as I grew, he became a service technician, was working crazy hours covering the half the state of Ohio. And yeah, you know, I kind of, at that point, decided that wasn't something I really wanted. So that's when I went down the other path. Then, you know, watching him grow and what he did kind of started to intrigue me again. And that's why I decided when the time came to join the industry and kind of started the same path as him, except for I skipped working in the store. I started working on the stores and you know progressed my way up to the chains uh speedway where he was at and retired from for 43 years you know shortly thereafter that i joined the private sector contractor distributor world uh to kind of broaden myself and you know worked my way up through the ranks service to service management to a branch manager and now director of business development where i'm tasked to grow our current businesses help our sales team and then also find what's next as uh, the EMV deadline comes to rest. You know, what are we going to do now to keep the company going in the right direction? Yeah. Your, your role must have been interesting over the course of the last year. What have been, been some of the, some of those challenges? Can you talk about that a little bit? I was really just getting started in the development role when we had the blasted name of COVID come to our life. <laughs> and it really put a halt to everything. Customers didn't want to see us. Of course, we're not in our offices. As time progressed, uh, we were finally able to see them out in public at restaurants, things like that. Business slowed down significantly at the beginning. We were, not going to lie, scared there for a little while. But about a month in, I think companies finally realized it wasn't as bad as they were saying. You know, yeah, people weren't driving, but they were buying the goods that needed to be there. So business picked up real quick. The EMV shift there in the middle of it pushing it back uh, is helped now. You know, people are looking ahead and buying equipment and getting their POS upgrades. So it's definitely been a chore. Uh, we're starting to get back to some normalcy. You know, we definitely can't wait to get back to it. Definitely. We're all excited for that. So Rob, thinking about the pandemic and the really the trials of the last year, what's impressed you the most about how Max Arnold Sons has stepped up in the middle of the pandemic? And then even with the recent ice storm and and floods. It's been a wild year. How has your company helped provide essential services to the communities you serve? I think what's been most impressive is how everyone that you know works here uh, was able to band together and really address all the needs that our community has. Having a workplace where everyone can depend on one another is something that really makes coming to work pretty enjoyable. I think it's pretty amazing that the snow days and the ice days that we had, we had people come in early, scrape the lots, My dad was on a tractor with a front-end loader going to local businesses up and down the road. It was really amazing uh, having store managers stop and get some of their employees that didn't have four-wheel drive. All those types of things were were just really amazing how we could all communicate and stay on the same page and keep the essential services going. I think that's something that, you know, our, our industry really ultimately is about serving the communities that we're in at the end of the day. So current events have really highlighted that, of course. Mark, as you look at your career in the industry, do you see how the fuel industry has evolved? How has the industry continued to respond to the needs of consumers as the marketplace continues to change? I mean, as we know, there's been a lot of changes in the fuels and things like that. So having, I think having a really a better understanding on how 
fuels are refined and how we go to market and just a better understanding testing uh, gives us a better understanding how they respond, I guess. But just knowing the changes and adapting to that uh, makes all the world a difference. And Brad, kind of as uh, related to that point, how do you think petroleum marketers and fuel retail best serve those? I've been in the business now 22 years. I've been an active member in PMA from uh, Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana for many years now. Looking at what the PMAs do for the retailers and the communities around them is enormous that people don't know what we actually are about. People all have, have this vision of gas stations and petroleum as a bad thing anymore. Where they don't see is, you know, the oil companies and the retailers that have these fundraisers every year that keep kids in contact with their families and having this voice for them when they have to go to court because of some issues versus, you know, bigger retailers that help nationwide programs like Children's Miracle Network with millions of dollars donated every year so they can further their education and developing cures for children's illness. I'm very proud to be part of that from organizations doing scholarships for people in the organization for their kids and helping to educate the society around us. You know, people just don't understand what all we can offer. They just think we're here to make money at the gas pump and keep moving. Well, certainly all three of you gentlemen are committed to helping grow your skills as leaders and and knowing the importance of leadership within our association and our industry. As you look to your roles within the association, what does it mean for you to take the next step of leadership by becoming EPIC? And I'll, and I'll just open that question first to Rob. What, what are some of your goals? Uh, really, I wanted to kind of dive headfirst into the industry, and I thought getting involved with KPMA was the best first step there. It's really great to hear from all these industry veterans that have paved the way. I've got a lot of drink through the fire hose kind of situation going on. I'm trying to get up to speed, but hearing from people that have the experience is a great place to start. So this this has really been a great experience for me so far. How about you, Mark? There's a lot to a lot to learn. I believe communication is key. And if we can just sit there and, and listen and try to soak in the changes and everything we learn and talk about it, I think it's a, it's, it's a great opportunity, and not just on this committee, but just within the KPMA family. And we're all certainly looking forward to where we can be together again for meetings and events. Of course, we have our Impact Trade Show coming up later this year, September 8th through 10th in Indianapolis. We look forward to seeing you there. And closing, Brad, what kind of goals do you have for this epic program? Kind of echoing what Mark and Rob both said, it's all about learning from others, learning from other people's trials and tribulations. I'm member right now with, of course, with PEI, part of their Young Executives Program, which is a pretty large networking community uh, where we get together a couple of times a year and everybody talks about what they've come into. We do have learning sessions. So when I heard about the EPICS program from Mary, I was excited to have something on the local level really get to know the local community, the local jobbers and other folks in the KPMA and just kind of spread my wings. And like Mark said, absorb the knowledge from others. Because if, you know, my opinion, if we're not learning every day, we're doing something wrong. You know, I like to just sit back and listen and, you know, put my two cents in when it's asked for or needed. And, you know, we all can learn from each other, I think. 
Well, we're so thankful that you guys all got on with us today, and we're really excited about our second class of epics. Last year's class was great, and Brad, you mentioned Mary. We had a lot of fun with that first class of epics, and we're so excited to see what comes out of this class. Thank you, gentlemen. You guys did a great job. We appreciate all you're doing for our association, for our industry, and appreciate your participation today. You've been listening to Fueling Kentucky, the podcast of the Kentucky Petroleum Marketers Association. Tune in next time, and we'll talk with you soon.